this is the show then is that what we're saying now i don't know is this the show i hate that joke now now i've come to hate that joke because we've done it so many times but now apparently this is the show okay let's just cut that part out no i'm not gonna cut it out it's gonna stay because i we will declare right here right now i declare bankruptcy that's what you're doing no okay i thought that's what have you seen the office Yes. You've seen that episode? Yes. Okay. I've seen all of the episodes. <laughs> I just feel like that was a perfect time to say that. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> this is great. I think I was declaring that we will not make that joke anymore because I'm tired of it. Moving and forward. What I, what I think and care about matters, apparently, only. Yeah, just to me. Moving forward, I, Justin, swear that I will stop using the this is the show joke. Uh, well, we both did. We're fine. Okay, good. Cool beans. Yep, I did it. I said it. Um, my gosh. What? Hi, Justin. Hi. Hey, Josh. This has been a really slow week for news, by the way. I'm okay with that. Yeah, There's that's a lot good. of things going on just in general. We got books coming out and jumping in brains, and we got, I don't know what, we got Apple doing its earnings call and all kinds of stuff. So Yeah, and we got, you know, Fortnite dropping some new releases of stuff, you know, Things that people care about nowadays. <sighs> oh, yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not a show about Fortnite. This is no, definitely not a show about Nor Fortnite. will it ever be. Yeah, I, was, I want to clarify that. That needs to be in our description. This is a video game podcast where we will not talk about Fortnite. And we'll try our best not to. If you're looking for costs. two guys to extol the virtues of Fortnite, you've yeah. come to the wrong place. <laughs> you have clearly please taken the wrong Please look elsewhere. Turn. That yep. is not us. Please, please do not. Let's continue listening. Um, I don't even know if there, uh, there's got to be podcasts out there that. I'm sure. I'm sure there's it. like Fortnite podcasts. Yeah. That's all they talk about. I'm sure. Oh my! In what I, direction to build your stairs as you're sniping uh, across the map? You know, that's yeah, probably what they talk what, about. What dance emote is really truly <laughs> the best dance emote? What brings all all the boys to the yards? Okay, you know I mean? now you crossed over into <laughs> dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, Easy. Okay. Um, so I, I know I've made some, I'm, I made a purchase, a, a recent purchase that, uh, kind of surprised me, but not really. Um, okay. I have a similar story, so this will be good. This is a good perfect. segue. So let's talk about some so, of the games that we've uh, yeah, yeah, spent yeah. money on. Uh, you go first. Cause okay. uh, you started and also it should be interesting. Yes. So I am a huge fan of destiny, the game destiny. And I was it two, three years ago when I first started playing the first one, Technically, well, hold on. Let's back up. Uh, the first time I attempted playing Destiny, I hated it, even though it's made by Bungie, who made one of the greatest games in the world, <sighs> which I will not it was talk only a about. Matter. <laughs> um, and oh. I was expecting it to be great. It had a lot of build up. Vanilla Destiny was not good, so I stopped playing it. Flash forward a couple months slash a year or so, and friends were playing it, and they had some ridiculous deal for like $20. You can get the base game and all the expansion up to the Taken King, and I said, heck yeah, that's a deal, so I bought it, and I was hooked, and so I was very happy and bought the next expansion pack, yada yada. Um, so talk about a game where you kind of mix two of the cool, two of my favorite parts of one an RPG, but also uh, you add in the aspect of a first person shooter with fantasy sci-fi in it, which is awesome because literally there are wizards, but they're not. I was going to um, say there's fantasy in that game. Yeah. Cause it's like warlock. There's wizards, warlocks technically. Um, 
and uh, it's really cool because they have uh, separate classes, and those classes are pivotal in each, and both on the PVE side, but also the PVP side, which is another thing that Destiny does well is it has two aspects of the game, just like any other MMORPG, like a PVE side where you can strictly just uh, mine the heck out or farm the heck out of things to get the the best loot, but also you can go on your competitive side and do raid or not raids, sorry, that's PVE. <laughs> uh, you would think that I played enough. You'd think. Wow. Um, but yeah, you can go to PVP. Anyways, so Destiny 2 was coming out uh, about a year plus ago, and I was pumped for it because I was still on the high of playing Destiny 2 Rise of Iron, which was really fun. Sure. Guess what happened? What happened? Vanilla Destiny 2 came out, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it launch day, spending $60. That's probably one of the last games I spent $60 for a PC game. That's when I had a tower, a good one. Anyways, uh, and it sucked. Yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't play through it, which is a shame because I was really excited for it. I should have known because guess what, Josh? I bought Destiny 2 again for the Xbox, though. Mm-hmm. And I bought the same, I got the same setup like as last time where I bought the Forsaken DLC, which c- came with all the previous DLC and the uh, the base game. So I... I thought I I had been looking at it. It was twenty dollars, and it had been sitting tw- for twenty dollars for over a month or so. I mean, I don't know if you saw it on Slick Deals, but it's been practically twenty bucks for PC, yeah, PlayStation Four, and Xbox. And yeah. I snagged it, uh, and I love it. It has clearly gotten a whole lot better. Uh, it's just they definitely fixed a lot of the problems that I had. Uh, it, one content and two, it felt like the end game, which I never even got to, and. Uh, base Destiny 2 but it just didn't feel like there was enough for me to keep playing so I bought it and my wife said this is probably a bad thing because I was playing it from the day I bought it I played it really I played a little bit and then I kept playing it every single day for a couple hours I'm I'm hooked (laughs) and I've been thinking about it ever since (laughs) so what changed specifically between the vanilla and now I guess Hmm. how many patches have they had or uh, expansions. So they, have, they had one, two. There's two DLC plus the Forsaken. Okay. Which is like a bigger DLC. So they had two small DLC, and then the Forsaken's like a a large addition, I guess. So it's a bigger DLC. So they've had the same amount they had when I went to Destiny the second time, the first time around. So they've had they've had a few major changes up at their sleeve, basically. But what were those changes? Uh, that's a good question because I don't know. Oh, good. Uh, so you just like the game and you don't know why. So my problem with the first Destiny was that, <laughs> or sorry, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Destiny 2, when I first started playing it, it didn't feel like I had an incentive to keep playing. Like there wasn't um, there wasn't something ch- making it different than Destiny, the first game. Like there wasn't something separating the the gameplay to make it feel like a different game but still hold true to a Destiny game. Um, so... I don't know if it was the addition of hmm, maybe the DLC provided more story uh, and uh, enhanced story because uh, as far as I know, a lot of people beat Destiny 2 really quickly and 
once they had done so, they were commenting on how it was the end game felt lackluster, and I didn't want to go through that and be disappointed. I wanted something to be worthwhile to complete the game, uh-huh. and that's why I think with the DLC coming into play, it added more things to get at end game and to continue with after the quote end game. So. Uh, I think that's really more just a content for me thing. It was lacking content uh, from the start. Okay, so it wasn't like a gameplay or mechanics issue. No, I don't it think so, just, no. It, it was just, it felt more the same, and it didn't feel like there was a payoff. Right, yeah, it just didn't, it felt the same. It didn't feel like there was a reward at the end, which is okay. a shame. Yeah. That happens, I think, to a lot of games that have like that great hype at the end, and then you come to the next release and you have the expectations you have that you have to set or you have to meet and maybe and better yet exceed to be a better than the previous game because you want to bring in more people and you want to bring uh new people but also the previous uh generation of people who are playing it and i think there was also another issue with destiny 2 that uh that kind of rubbed some of the We'll call them OG <laughs> Destiny players. Oh, boy. Yeah, that were like, oh, I, you could transfer your character over, but nothing transferred over, like no skills. You didn't start. You started from scratch with your previous player. And to the people, it didn't. It made no difference from them starting a new character. So they, there was like that lack of incentive for Destiny players to go into Destiny 2. Um, I think that was also originally a, a, a downside. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, so I don't know if they ended up fixing it because I didn't care. I had my three hexed out characters that I just transferred over that started from square one, and I'm enjoying my Titan a lot. So I don't know what that means, but I believe you. Yeah, Titans are fun. They're like more of a the tanks. They're, they're the tanks. they can be they can be tanks, but they are they can be protect like a protection. So yeah, I guess tank. Tank Ash, <laughs> but they could be DPS as well because like warlocks. So they're they're like the warriors. Are, yeah, I'd say they're the warriors, the pallies basically. Mm. Um, but then they have warlocks and then they have hunters. Uh, and to be honest, I hate both hunters and warlocks <laughs> because it's <laughs> you just, hate them being in the game or you hate playing that, them. I just don't like playing them. They don't. They're not fun to me. And I, I might change my mind. I liked. I like the Titan because uh, some of the special abilities that you can use are really in your face. So I like to be in the center of the battle and just like plow through people where uh, like the hunter has a more of a precision. Like I can get one shot kills with my super is what they call it. And uh, I, I just rather just create a more of area effect damage. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. my, uh, the only thing I have to compare this to is World of Warcraft, of course, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna. Um, my experience with World of Warcraft, coming back to it, wow, I see, and this is where I lose count of how many times, but the last time I came Plenty back to times. it, which was two years ago now, or a year ago? It was 2016 into 2017. Yeah, yeah. I played a Paladin, which I should have played from the beginning, and my experience was completely changed. I played a Hunter the first time, in World of Warcraft, which is a DPS class, as probably most people know. And it didn't really have a good role to play. Um, and it's not like I played at high level, so my hunter was always kind of substandard or middle ground. When I played my paladin, because I was a tank and I went protection, 
it was I was highly sought after and I was dragged into groups and just had a blast. Yeah. And it was a totally different game experience. So I get the idea that like you find that gameplay that you want to play and then you just keep playing it and you just love it. And to hell with the rest. <laughs> yeah, I always had a hard time. That's why I never went tank in any of my games because uh, I like being DPS and uh, this is the first game where I am trying to play and learn how to play with my tank, or sorry, with my uh, Titan to be more tank-esque and yeah. provide, like, there's, like, a bubble that you can use that is really nice and some, like, cover protection that you can create for your uh, teammates. So I, I like that. That's kind of nice to have every once in a while. Yeah, I really enjoy tanking in uh, World of Warcraft, so I could see it paying off in a similar type game. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, Destiny 2, it, I... I for the twenty dollars I spent on it, like it's definitely already got its worth. Um, what the heck? Like, if anyone hears that, that's my cat running around like a madman. My goodness, what background. do you do to this cat? Like, I don't know. He's just full of crazy. I, I, it's like around <laughs> this time, about eight, nine o'clock at night, the cat just he goes just nuts. gets excited. Yeah, he just gets excited when we record. <laughs> um, he's a listener, by the way. He's uh, one of our most famous listeners. Oh, sure. He joins yeah. us every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh. First time caller. First time caller. <laughs> Fan of the show. <laughs> Fan of the every show. Episode. Uh, where was I going with Destiny 2? Yes. Uh, you like it. I like it a lot. And yeah. for the money I pay for it, I'm getting my return already. And it's a great game. I actually enjoy playing it better on Xbox than I play than playing it on uh, PC, which is surprising because I've always been the opposite. I enjoy playing like shooting game, like first person shooters on PC more than I do on the Xbox. But I think. This time around, and Josh, you know what I'm going with this. I get to sit on my couch and play it. And yeah. It just feels way better. <laughs> and it looks gorgeous on a 4K TV. I mean, it looks so good. I would argue with you because obviously mouse and keyboard for shooters is highly superior. Oh, yeah. 100% superior. 100%. However, uh, Destiny strikes me as the type of game where you can sit, or rather precision isn't the key to shooting it's more longevity and a battle of attrition more mmoe if yeah. that makes any sense so sure. i could see sitting on the couch and playing i played world of warcraft for a while on the couch with a mouse and keyboard yeah i don't know I mean, that's different yeah. but yeah it was nice to just sit back and just kind of plow through content and listen to podcasts or do whatever and uh so i get that i get it yeah you're wrong about aiming though but i get sitting on the couch yeah, it, it definitely is. A, I, the problem with that, too, <laughs> sitting on the couch and aiming, it, I, uh, as I get older, oh it's hard for me to, I think I have a hard time registering and like tracking people. I'm not as good as I used to. So if I were like, if I were to pick up like uh, Halo right now, I did it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if I were to play Call of Duty or something like that and jump in and I'd be getting just rolled because kids are way more accurate and used to that. Like quick movement, but I have to move my chair up closer to the TV because I can't see, <laughs> and I feel like I need to move closer. Yeah, that often is a problem that I have with um, PC first-person yeah. shooters. I can't. I, I don't. I don't know how these people react the way that they do, and in such short amount of time. Yeah, I have to get really up on the screen and like see the people. Like I feel like I get sniped in apex from a huge distance and i didn't ever even see them yeah and i hate that when games are like that i cannot stand that yeah i want to know where i was attacked from and have a chance yeah and i i wonder if like when i was playing call of duty 2 uh in the like the 
ladder champion, like the ladder uh, competitions, like TLC and TLC was it TLC TCL? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. It was just like a three or four v four or five v five at search and destroy slash that team death match. But anyways, yeah. Um, like back then when I was playing and I was. <clears throat> like middle school and the high school, like I had those reflexes, or at least oh I felt gosh. like it. I know, <laughs> but uh, like now growing up, I was always making fun of the people, like, ha, I'm, I'm faster than you. And my uncle would play like uh, a game with me and I'd just destroy him. And I always make fun of him because he's slow and he's old. Now I'm that kid, <clears throat> or now I'm that guy who's 26 going on 27 and so like, old. I'm so old and can't can't aim for the life of me, and I just like spaz when I get shot. I'm like, oh, well, there's that. Might as well get yeah. up. Yep. Yeah, good times. But well, uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying it and that you were able to pick it up for relatively cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. And that you had a console to play it on, since Woo-woo. you know you got rid of all the other stuff that you could oh, have. Oh my god, yes. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> it, it's still. I learned from my mistakes, and if you look at it this way, I ended up going and getting things that I enjoy more. Uh, and I definitely think I'm getting a, a better use out of my iMac. Uh, maybe and well, have a joy good. Xbox. <laughs> However, you need to make yourself sleep at night. Whatever works for you. <laughs> Jerk. So, um, what did you buy? <laughs> I bought a game that has ruined my life. You have uh, bought two games, to be specific. I bought two games. But yeah, didn't you buy uh, Civ Two as well? Civ Six. No, I didn't. Oh, no. so you didn't so, end up buying it. So what you happened was? Here's what happened. Here's the Explain thing. Explain it. The Explain thing is, to me. Let me tell you the thing. Tell me a story, Josh. So here's the thing. <laughs> I was going to spit my tea all, right, all over so, the place. <laughs> yeah. How did this start? Where, where to start with this? So I've been... There's always this through line for how my thinking goes, and it's, it's, it's a constant line of thinking. I can't say that it's always rational or that it always makes sense, but it is a line of thinking. And so... I have here's been hot and heavy on what? What? I said, here's the justification. <laughs> <laughs> no justification. Just trying to give some kind of semblance of where this all came from. Uh-huh. So I had been hot and heavy on strategy games, and I've been enjoying strategy games. <laughs> this is so backwards. <laughs> this is like the opposite. <laughs> and I still am enjoying strategy games. And then I was playing a ton of Diablo three, of course, you know, oh, you gosh, and I yes. playing and on and off myself and, yeah. um, you know, all that stuff. So I saw that civilization six had the, I forget what it's called. Of course, new DLC. The most recent DLC was brought yeah. to iOS. I forget the name of the DLC. I apologize. It's okay. old man syndrome again. So the new DLC dropped on iOS for Civ six and in doing so, they dropped the main game uh, in-app purchase down to $10, which is Ooh-wee. a steal. I mean, that for goodness sake, good. the main game, I mean, without the DLC, but the main game for 10 bucks is awesome. So On an on a iPad. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, it's $10. I mean, it's $10, and I could play, play Civ Six. I've been waiting to play it until it you know, went 15, sub, uh, sub 15, somewhere in there on yes. the PC. I loved five. I still love five. I still play five from time to time. Regardless, I'm staring at it. And then I start spinning into this like, well, let's make sure <laughs> this is what always happens to me with any gaming purchase. 
And any purchase. Actually, this is a purchase thing that I have a problem with. It's not really a problem, but it's also a problem. I sit there and I go, okay, well, $10. Let's make sure that that $10 is of value <sighs> equal to what I would be putting into Civ, right? So like Civ 6 is probably worth the $10 value, but let's make sure that there's not yeah. a better value for $10. Are you so, like looking at like different games? So like, okay, if I, I put three games together and they make about $10, is that better value? Well, sometimes it's like that with Steam. It's sometimes like that with Steam. But let's say I go, okay, $10 is the threshold. Inside of that $10 threshold, are there any other games that are more valuable to make sure that I'm not overlooking something dumb and making some kind of impulse purchase without considering the fact that I'm about to spend $10? So, sure, I'll go troll Steam for a little while and probably find nothing because I already own it all that I really yeah. want. Then I'll, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, then you got I'd that Euro trucker, you still should buy it. Well, yeah, well, then I'll start trolling like slick deals, you know, because who knows what Green Man Gaming is doing today. Yeah. But then I start trolling, of course, the App Store and iOS. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. one of the top games on the App Store that I've had on my wish list for the App Store for a very long time. Yeah, I was going to say for a long time, yeah. Is Stardew Valley. Woot! Everybody and their brother and their sister and their dog and their mailman all think that Stardew Valley is the bee's knees. They all think this is the greatest game ever created. Bee's knees, yes. And a good friend named Todd bought me a copy on Steam that I opened for a hot 10 minutes and then closed because I wanted to play something else at the time. So cut to me now doing this, I don't know, mental algebra of $10. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a complex equation. I started going through this whole line of thing that I'm not about to describe and take up more time on this podcast to discuss. What ended up happening is I convinced myself that the better buy for the $10 mark, which ended up being $8 on the App Store, was the Stardew Valley. So I purchased that instead of Civilization VI, which I will probably come back to buy Civ VI at some point because $10 is a steal, and I don't think that's a sale price. That's just the main game's price on iOS. Go buy it now if you want to play. So, the other part to my thing was, the kids probably will really enjoy Stardew Valley as well. So, if I buy it for myself and enjoy it, great. I have easily added up to that $8. And maybe the kids will enjoy it, because then we'll have it, and the whole family can enjoy it, blah, blah. Blah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, cut to this week. This is like week... Well, since last time we talked, I mean, this is like week one, and I have played it almost every single night. I love this game. It is so good. And what's weird about it is I had it on the PC. My friend Todd bought it to me. I just said that, what, two minutes ago? Yeah. And I opened it and closed it. And I don't know if maybe we can spin this in the topic this week. Or oh, it's if definitely going to be the topic. Like we, at this point, we could talk more about it. But what's weird is like if I sit down at the PC, and this is a problem I have with not just these types of games, whatever this type is, yeah. but also with like strategy games or I don't know what else. Darkest Dungeon fell into this category as well, where if I sit down to my PC, my super cool, awesome PC, which is still not the best thing in the world, but I love good. it. It's yeah. good. Um, I feel like I need to spend my time with the maximum level game, whatever that means. At the time. So if I'm going to spend time playing a game, which is limited at the PC, I need to make sure I'm playing the most important game I can play at that moment. Or the game that that pushes my super awesome PC that I'm not going to feel guilty about then to its limit or close. So usually some kind of 
3D title, AAA yeah. title, something that's not 2D <laughs> sprites. So, sprites and farming. Yeah, and farming. And trying to trying to hook up with the the uh, the chick or dude uh, that that you fancy of your choice. Yes. So, and there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I don't know what it is, but having it on the iPad, I am addicted. I cannot stop. I love it. I can't wait every night to get onto my farm, you know, just for a little bit before bed and check out <laughs> what I need to do, where I'm going to be. And what's weird is like, this is so weird. I felt almost anxiety toward the game on the PC. Like there's yeah. so much involved. There's so much to do. People talk right. about that. They put hundreds of hours in and they haven't even scratched this. Burr, burr, burr. But still I felt like, okay, this is like a monumental task to jump yeah. into this game. So I either need to get what I really want to play out of the way, or I need to like schedule the right amount of time. It, it's so stupid to say it out loud. But that's the way my brain kept thinking about it. Yeah. Somehow when I play it on the iPad, it's it's just carefree. I don't even I'm not even think about I'm not even thinking about how much time I'm going to need to spend, which is I'm not even sure that's a thing. I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying the experience. I'm floating through it. It's very natural what things I need to do next or why. Yeah. I just it's just like, oh yeah, I should plant something now or oh, this crop needs to be harvested. Oh, I bought a chicken coop. Oh, I need chickens, you know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's raining. I yeah, it's raining. I don't need stuff. to. I, and that's uh, these little moments in this game. Like it starts raining and it's for me, it's like, oh, great. I don't need to water today. I can go do other things like go down yeah. on the mines or go, you know, try to hook up with some chicks. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is great. Um, I don't know. This game really has captured me and it's ridiculous, but I love, love, love it. And somehow having it on the iPad just adds some something something to it. I can't even describe. Yeah. It's just I sit back, I relax, I enjoy it, and I listen to podcasts, and I farm. <laughs> yeah. And talk about, like, one of the most, uh, instead of, like, Netflix, Netflix and chill, it's, like, Stardew and chill, or, like, podcasts. Oh, for sure. Stardew and chill. Because this is, I agree with you 100%. This, this is coming from somebody who bought Stardew and did the same same calculations you were doing yes but i did it with my switch i was like okay it was 15 dollars. i'm like i'm not paying 15 dollars for this thing i will wait till it's 10 and maybe i'll buy it yeah and it hit 10 dollars, and i bought it and i started to play it and i immediately had regret because i had that stress of i but because it's different than you for pc where i understand from a pc perspective it's less mobile unless you have a laptop but yeah even in that aspect you have to plan the time and make sure the time you're spending that you have uh, is worthwhile because it's hard to do that with the PC. Yeah. Uh, but I had that with the Switch, which is mobile. You'd think, okay, yeah, it's easier to do. I could lay in bed and play it. But for some reason, it just didn't It didn't click, and I just didn't pick it up. And I got stressed. I was getting stressed, like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. You said exactly how I felt when I was looking for something to play while I was on a trip for work. Yeah. And I thought, I really don't want to bring my Switch. That's too much. I don't want to bring my laptop. I'd rather just bring my iPad because it has everything I need. And then Stardew was there and it was seven ninety nine, I think it is. It's yeah, like something it's eight cheap. Bucks. You're you're paying eight dollars for literally the full game. You'll get updates. It's a steal. It is such it, a steal. It's insane. And there's hours and hours and hours of things to do, but you, it's okay because there's no one pressuring you to do everything. You can literally do it however you want. You can take years. Yes. Literally years to <laughs> build anything you want. 
uh, you can you could just farm the same dang crap. Well, not really, but you can just do nothing and just mess around with one game and then start a new game and do something else. Like you, the fact that it lets you do so much <clears throat> can be stressful to some people, but the fact that when it's on an iPad, I think one thing it's convenient. It That's is. That's why it makes it so much better and relaxing. It is more absolutely relaxing. that for sure. It's it's being able to fill those other moments, not necessarily like the phone per se. Right. But I find myself after lunch like playing, you know, a good 20 30 minutes. Yeah, and you could just dump jump, jump right in and when and jump you jump in, pause it or when you like close the app, you can come right back into it. Yeah. It's so and good. It's, and I'll ask, would you like to start where you left off? Uh yes, please. I would. Um but the, I have one thing before we move on. Okay. Yeah. Because uh with this, oh actually I don't want to get into this yet, but I wanted to say Uh-oh. this has definitely made me come full circle with iPad, like uh, mobile gaming. And I, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up yet because I'm starting to feel what you have felt about mobile gaming as in like gaming on your iPad and on your phone. Yeah. And I, I want to eventually talk about that, but can we start, you know, finish whatever you were saying. Sorry. Okay. No, I was just... Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> Drop that bomb. I Boom. Was, uh, yeah. No. Um, no, that's good. We'll, we should at least put a pin in that. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about it here now. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to point out that you mentioned something else about playing on the Switch and thinking about all the things you need to do next. Yet on the iPad, at least in my experience, that's not the way I felt. Yeah. Though I know I would have felt that way on the PC. This is getting really convoluted. Regardless, what's weird is that I haven't felt this way about a game in a long time. But mm-hmm. even more so than a role-playing game, RPG, or any other kind of game, I am totally content to just sit back and take this game in and not have to go look at a guide or make sure that I'm getting the right whatever or go like I'm totally fine just discovering all kinds of things in this game and I don't know if it's just because the stakes aren't so high that I don't feel like there's no pressing you to do things yeah I'm just I'm just farming you know creating a farm there's no like right or wrong answer and it's not going to be like some character's probably going to die if I don't choose the right thing or it just feels more like I can just choose the choices without having to be anxious about whether i'm making the wrong decision even though typically that's not how you're supposed to think about games i absolutely do every time except with this game so with a role-playing game an rpg like i'm like okay if i choose this right now does this character now hate me do they are they going to leave the team am i going to have somebody die is this the right ending like these are the things that go through my head as i play and somehow with stardew because the stakes are different because i'm farming i'm you know petting a dog i'm going down in some mines and finding some stupid slimes you know like it's it's nothing in as far as stakes it's just the town me and some npcs so it's not i don't know there's something about it there that just makes it way more i don't know low risk (laughs) just so dumb (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's low risk and while i guess there is an end game i didn't realize that yes there is there's technically an endgame after that it has completed. You can still farm. Well, even and, before that, though, you can you can farm for as long as you want before the endgame, I think. Yeah. That's how it goes. And then when you trigger the endgame, you're right. I, I believe you just can keep farming afterwards. Yeah. And uh, 
like while I I guess I don't hundred percent care for the campaign campaign wow story <laughs> there's no campaign jeez uh, the story behind it I mean it's great I'm sure but I'm more as silly as it sounds wanting to do the monotonous let's build a farm let's let's yes make I, this it's look so dumb universal. I love it. Let's, yes. let's, oh, I don't like this line. Like, I didn't, I, literally, I was finding myself mapping out how I wanted to set the farm up so that it looked visually nice to me yes. and appealed to me. And it didn't look like someone just started throwing crops all over the place. It was just a goofy thing. I've never, I played the, I played Harvest Moon. And I know you, you have you? you've never played Harvest no. Moon. No. And I'm mad now that I haven't. I always wrote it off as like, who wants to farm yeah. for like, However long you play a video game, that sounds lame. Like, yeah. I want to go kill some bad guys or, you know, save the world, for goodness sake. And yeah, this guy I mean, over here, he's farming. Yeah, know? Harvest Moon didn't really... Because I, I played the GameCube, I think, Harvest Moon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's when it changed over to 3D, right? Yes, it was 2D on, like, uh, Game Boy, and uh, then it changed over to, yeah, the 3D on GameCube. But... um like I I liked it just as much if I if when I remember it and what I remember of it, it was really fun and it still like it fulfilled that like random urge to farm just like Animal Crossing like it huh. was like this weird, um, I don't know monotonous but relaxing thing just to kind of keep your mind off of what's going on maybe like it's a decompressant if that's a word it's a decompressant <laughs> it's enough i guess i don't know it's, it's uh to help you you know relax from your day of work or like school or whatever you want to do you just jump right in fire the app up play some music podcast or just listen to like the sound of the game which is awesome oh it's so good. good in this game yeah so so like, good even then it's this is the greatest seven dollars and ninety nine cents I've ever paid yes. just for an app. Me too. That I'm actually, or a game that I'm actually playing on my iPad. Well, um, I'm so happy you found a game because I really think that's all it is for mobile gaming. You find the right yeah. game and then you're just hooked because you can take it with you. It's always with you. It's it's just great. Yeah, but and this it's game awesome. Being able to play this game on my iPad, I, I don't know. And I I went back and played the PC version the other night because I have it, and um, it's it's cool because. My monitor obviously is much bigger than my iPad, so you get to see more. You get to you know move around more. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's still there's something about it feels different. It's it's really good and really tight, but somehow being able to tap anywhere on the screen and then you can zoom in, zoom out. It's way yeah, zoom in, zoom out. It's way more intuitive to me in some ways. Yeah, I'm sure I would get quickly used to the PC version of the way that you do the mouse and stuff. It it didn't jive with me right away because it it was not what I was expecting after playing the iPad version as much as I have. Yeah, but um, it's really great. But I feel like on the iPad, it just it mixes completely perfectly with the touch controls, the size of the screen, the ask of what you're doing in the game. I don't I. Yes, I agree with you that it is, it, it's like a depressant, no, decompressant, as you said, which I don't think is a real word. Um, it's It feels that way. You can just kind of relax and do whatever and hang out. And yet, I'm very, very eager to continue to build my farm and get into all the different parts of farming 
with my farm. Like I chose to be a rancher, so I'm eager to get chickens and eager to get cows. And like, wait, hold on, you could choose to be a rancher? Yeah, yeah. So once you level up a certain amount, you get to choose between. I forget what the other option was, but it was basically more of a farmer, where you get percentage bonus on crops that you farm, or you get you choose to be a rancher, where you get percentage oh. bonus on ranching with animals. Um, and the the farmer one, which I'm sorry, I forgot the actual title for was like a 10% bonus, whereas the rancher got a 20% bonus. So I'm like, well, I can always farm, but I'll just ranch too and <laughs> get a 20% bonus. So, um, I don't know. I, I love finding these little pieces. I love talking to the townspeople. I love that I need to decide like, oh, I want to do this thing. I need to go to the store after I water all my stuff. I need to head on over there. I need to remember which stores have what you know, times they're open or whatever. And on Wednesdays, the general store is closed. Like, I love all that. There's so much detail in the game. It's just so lovely and perfect. I love it. That What excites me as <laughs> I'm doing, like, the worst thing I should be doing is looking into, like, what people are doing after Endgame. Because, like, I, my biggest fear is that, like, what you've been saying, how much you love it, all the things you can do and continue to do is that I, I will get bored and trying to make the best farm possible but then i realized like it's not just about the farms too right it you also have one again the the relationships but two or three sorry you have the mines you can dig down yes and go through and like all that it's basically like an endless i don't know if how far it goes down to be quite honest but i think it keeps end, going forever but who knows exactly and because like, it's all you, procedurally generated i don't know if you noticed that yes 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 so that which is great because then you have like the bonus rooms i'm like literally this game has brought in different aspects of games that i enjoyed playing growing up and just yeah like like little small aspects of games to provide this farming simulator slash dungeon crawler <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a mixture it's of such a weird mix, but I love it. Yeah, and, and it's just crazy because you can take like two different sides of the story, which I didn't know that. I thought <clears throat> you were anti what, Dojo or Jojo, whatever the name of the company is, the warehouse company. Yeah, yeah, the one that's coming in to take over the town. Yeah, like I guess you can go both ways. You can literally. Oh, can you? Yeah. Huh. Which because you crazy. can buy their their like membership and then. Then the community center shuts down, I'm guessing, because he was the mayor was threatening that he would. Yeah. Anyway, it just how awesome. There's so much. I mean, even exploring to find or, or you know, um, walking around to find different components to, you know, ma- meet challenges or um, there's the ghost in the community center that you can meet up with and read about. Um, just ah. Uh, delving in the mines there's like a touch of zelda there's a touch of earthbound there's a touch of harvest moon it's all very very good (laughs) so anyway that's gobbled my life um and that's what i've been doing oh wow that's what i've been doing like after the day so i will hang out with the kids they'll go to bed my wife and I will do whatever, either I'm doing something important or not important and we'll do some, or we'll do something together or I'll play a video game and yeah. then we go to bed and I'll play Stardew Valley for a little bit and then I go to bed. <laughs> a little bit. That's a, dis- that's definitely a lie. Cause there, you, there's times where I'm sure you've stayed up. Oh yeah. No, there's definitely moments. times I have to like, I have to pre-think like, okay, tomorrow I have a call at 8am. I need to be there. I need to make sure that I'm not playing Stardew Valley <laughs> until 2am. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah that's important. Yeah, and um, I hope, and I know that they have other um, updates coming out for this game. Um, and yeah, well, I the guy was pretty much because it's one guy that made it, which is amazing, right? Well, yeah, I think officially it was one guy that made it. He had other people help him in sort certain aspects, but mostly like ninety percent of it, he yeah. one one individual made this. But that same individual no longer is. Uh, it's not like just one person now. I think the stu- it's a studio that they put together. I I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to look and follow up on that. But uh, I think it's expanded. But yeah, it's well, impressive. Yeah, it's I think a- he handed it over to a small studio for like porting to different things. Yeah. Um. But what I read recently was that he was working on another project after this because that's what always happens with indies. They are like, I had the success. I'm ex- excited about this game, and now I'm done with it. It has all the updates. It needs to be ported, but I'm going to go work on this other thing. And he actually tweeted the other day that he um, actually is coming back. He said, I can't ignore it anymore. I need to do some more things. I plan on releasing another update to it, and I have a lot of plans for where it's going to go. He said it always calls him back. So he's now developing for it again solely and put his other project off to the side. So I don't know. And he also, it was part of that, was it Chucklefish that had it? Yeah. At some point or something? So yeah, he 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 broke away away from from that, that. right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. So he's like a one man show now. And and all his effort is going towards, or at least most of his efforts going towards it. But he's using the other. the other uh, studio or studios to help, like you said, port, port it, yeah. the game, which That's is great. so cool. Yeah. And you got to give respect for a guy who spent, um, I think it was uh, several years, years <laughs> putting this together. Yeah. Uh, and it, ho- <clears throat> excuse me, holding its own in those five years and then releasing it and having the sort of um, feedback and sort of the, response back from various platforms that this game has continued to thrive in it's just crazy and i I can guarantee you like even gamers can pick this game up i i I, or not gamers wow good job justin yeah hopefully people who (laughs) like people who don't typically play can pick this game up and um enjoy it i i wonder if something i show aaron uh if she wants to take a look and and get into this because it's really um similar to like things like Animal Crossing and yeah, um, and Harvest Moon and even <laughs> maybe if people were crazy, remember on Facebook they had that dang oh yeah, well that's I mentioned this game and that was the first question that M asked. Is it like Farmville? is it like Farmville? Because <laughs> she used to play Farmville on Facebook all the time. There you go. I did too. Yeah. Um, I'm like it, it's got a little bit of that in there, but it's it's better. It's different and it's better. So it's different and it's better. <laughs> But I did hand it over to the kids, and they love it. They've been playing it like crazy amounts. Um, and same thing. Like, it's not like they're hardcore gamers. They play, you know, the occasional iPad game. They play the Switch. They play whatever. But this is like, yeah, I think today maybe I'll plant some more corn, you know. Or, hey, Dad, look, I did this with that. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. Good job. It's just, it's, it's just fun. So we really like it. Yeah, good. Because uh, it's well worth the investment uh did you get anything else did i get anything else i don't know if you purchased anything else i, I didn't no i've been playing diablo 3 still um the other night i had a great session of co-op 
StarCraft II with, again, that same friend Todd. Thanks, Todd. It was a blast. I love StarCraft. I love StarCraft II. It was great to get back into the RTS. And, of course, during the game, I said to Todd, do you remember when RTS was a big thing? Yeah. And <laughs> do you remember how when RTS games were really good? <laughs> was that? I was like, man, 2000s? I really miss Command & Conquer. Command & Conquer yeah. was so much fun when it was at its height. And I, I really could use something like that. I know yeah. there are games out there. Of course, that are real-time strategy games that are different than StarCraft, and I'm okay finding those someday. Yeah. But for right now, StarCraft is filling the void until maybe Warcraft 3 Remaster, whatever it's called, comes out, Reforged. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I look forward to that. I would love to see some other RTS games, traditional-style RTS games. You know, there's that uh, Norse one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of that? <laughs> <laughs> where it's it's part For strategy honor? game no it's part strategy game but then also part real-time strategy oh you're talking um, about age of mythology no i'll look it up while we talk about other things okay. but anyway it's i i could just really use some generic non-starcraft <sighs> real-time strategy so anyway yeah um what's interesting and this i have like two things that kind of made me think of uh, things that have changed, not changed, topics in general, I guess. But uh, for me, the fact that I'm en- I am enjoying Stardew Valley the way I am mm-hmm. brings me full circle with the whole idea of <clears throat> I had a hard time understanding why you enjoyed mobile gaming. Ah, and I I guess that what you said was probably right on the money is that there wasn't a game that was pulling me in to play. I didn't have something that I can. Just sit down and like as I'm trying to go to bed, press or you know, open it up and start playing it. Yeah, I just couldn't find something that uh, latched on, like I could latch onto. And I, I had tried. You'd show me a couple of games. I bought them. Some of them for on sale. Some of them I was like, yeah. Uh, Darkest Dungeon was one of the ones I think you had mentioned I should get. Never ended up getting it. But like I, bought, I think I even bought Baldur's Gate. Like I bought like a wow. Bunch of, I didn't I know bought, that. Yeah, I think I still have it. Yeah, I did. That's a great um, game. And I even bought like Terraria, and I love Terraria. Oh, I thought it was going to be so good on the iPad, and they haven't updated it. In, yeah, like, forever. Forever. I mean, it's got its merits, but it's yeah, not it's, as good as the PC one. Yeah, and, and, and there's like the control things don't do yeah. well. So I just didn't have that, and I I, <clears throat> I remember looking at your phone and and seeing how many games you had like you just like kept swiping i'm like my gosh like how do, how does someone like the like playing on such a small platform but i was just completely forgetting about the idea and the uh, fact that there's this thing called an ipad that those games probably work on too. yes most of them many and of them. most of them if not are being played and that's how you're playing a good chunk of them probably and now that i have stardew i totally get it i totally understand the drive to not dry, but just like the, the, um, the, why it's attractive, like why it's nice to and, and sit down and enjoy and play this on as such an easy and mobile device. Yeah. It looks great. Like I yeah. could, I saw someone with an iPad pro that was playing started. Oh, wow. That looks so I better good. be amazing. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> it, it just, it just looks so good. And then when I showed you that you can zoom out, of yes this, of that just like that like, blew the, my you, mind it was this, it was pretty interesting blew my mind so real-time follow i hate yeah. saying that even though we say it uh that real-time strategy game is called Northguard. oh i've never heard of it and 
you build your your town. I, I, the way I'm going to describe it makes it sound like one of those garbage mobile games where it's, you know, free to play. Clash of um, Clans. Ha! Yeah, kind of like that. Where you build your town and then you get attacked by other settlements nearby. But it's not like that at all. You really need to worry about, like, food for your people and and oh. they'll, like, freeze to death and stuff. It's really deep. But also, the battles are real-time strategy. So um, it's supposed to be really good. And actually, it's half off right now. It's fourteen ninety nine, normally 30 bucks. Anyway, that's supposed to be really good. Check it out if you want to. Um, what you're talking about with mobile games and Stardew kind of finally bringing you in to that idea that having that with you and being able to play it at any time in a really deep experience without having to worry about having a PC or something. That to me has been what I've been looking for for a long time. And I found it in several smaller other games as well. Um, Not smaller, but other games as well on iOS. But what Stardew is really bringing forward to me and uh, slightly Darkest Dungeon as well. And this is kind of the topic I avoided last episode um, was that, there's something that's been rattling around in my brain for a while, and I haven't been able to place it or put my finger on exactly what it is, but it's something related to the type of game, the gameplay, the mechanics, the, everything about the game, and the correct, and I'm using that term loosely, you know, quotes, correct yeah, platform PC. to play it on, right? Yeah. So, like, somehow certain games are stickier to me or stick in my brain more when i play them on certain platforms which is weird because i feel like it's the same game everywhere it is 100 percent. but yet somehow having stardew as an example on my ipad a hundred percent more sticky to me than i don't know my pc or even if i had it like you said on the switch i feel like i'd want to play something else on the switch rather than stardew and i think that's part of it is that like for some reason it's one aspect it's the fact that there are games on that platform that are more and enjoyable than uh like for example again stardew like like it it, just, it while it looks great and a lot of people play stardew on the switch bear in mind like the uh, you're we you would rather be playing something specifically exclusive maybe to nintendo is that is that kind of it, it that's exactly uh, well, part of it. I don't think I don't think that's the full no. That's, answer, that is that's something though that I think is an important aspect of what I'm trying to say. They're not really saying it well enough because I don't have it fully fleshed out in my brain. Oh well, yeah. And that is that something about the platform. When a game is built for the platform, and this is how I felt about Nintendo for a long, long time that they had that leg up. When it, a game is built specifically for the platform with the platform in mind, you get this other aspect of enjoyment out of the game i guess is the way to put it like for yeah. instance if you put mario kart on the pc to me it wouldn't be as oh, fun oh god i would no i would not play it right absolutely so, not so that that type of like it's built for the platform with the platform in mind and tuned for the platform I, that's where you get the magic a lot of the time and um I think an, an example of this is Stardew on the iPad feels different and more accessible to me than on the PC, which is weird. And also to your point, like the PC, the PC, like I said before, 
is supposed to be my powerhouse device. It's supposed right. to be the thing that I can go to and play this gigantic library of AAA down to whatever games. And that breeds a different level of choice and a different need from that device than, say, my iPad. So there's something there that I haven't put my finger on about every device having a strength and a weakness where I wouldn't want to play... I'm trying to think of a good example on the PC. Like, I wouldn't want to play Counter-Strike on my phone. That would no, be horrendous. absolutely not. That would be And terrible. yet, I would love and do love to play it on my PC all the time. So, I don't know. There's something about the combination of... not. It can't just be a good game. It's got to be on the right device, which is weird. I don't know. No. Does that make sense? No, yes, 100%. Because I have a perf- another uh, perfect example of... Like a platform or a game that I, I played on one platform and it didn't feel comfortable, even though it was technically a platform, <clears throat> depending on the way you look at it, made by the same company. Okay. So like like Gears of War. Hmm. So Love when we started Gears of War. Yeah, we were playing when we were playing Gears of War four. I said, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I said that I enjoyed playing it on the PC, which was surprising, because. I I pictured I have played that game and most people played that game uh the, the previous games on the Xbox play, yeah I, with I an did. Xbox controller yeah right and I, I, I it felt different it felt like a new game and I enjoyed it but when I went to go play like bring a controller into the factor like not having an Xbox or not playing it on an Xbox but specifically just playing Gears on the on the iMac or ugh, the PC <laughs> um. <laughs> Don't want to tell people that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> it, it it didn't feel right. Like, it just didn't... It, like, the added an aspect where it didn't feel right. And then I went to go play it on Xbox and sit down, like, on my couch and play it. And for some reason, it didn't feel right still. And I we had to finish the campaign. I, like, I finished the campaign with you playing uh, the rest on PC. Because that platform felt right to me like it just it, it meshed something about it just made it feel more comfortable and enjoyable mm. uh and that's not that's not my first experience like i've had several times where i've bought the game on different platforms and just didn't didn't feel like like one one was definitely better than the other and i think it was the mechanics and how they interact with the your, your input device whether it's a touch for sure or or your controller and yeah, um, that's why, like you said, Stardew feels more comfortable on the iPad. It just feels more enjoyable. Uh, not so much on the Switch because there is still touch on the Switch, but it's just, you're still no. using your analogs. Yeah, you're still using the 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 joy Joy Cons to like, walk around and yeah, it's and, not the same. No, um, that's the same thing with Terraria. Like I don't think I enjoy it as much on the iPad, despite it not being. It's updated. okay. It's yeah. okay. But, but it, no, it I'd love it more 100%. on the PC for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, no, I and, and I think you're nailing it right now, and that is that it's about it's about feel and about input into the game. And it's something that Nintendo, when uh, Nintendo's very consistent about really nailing that with their games. And they don't always do it, but they are really consistent. Because when I say that they tune their games for their platform, you're right. That's a huge piece of that, if not all of it, that 
they sit down and painstakingly go through the way that it feels on the Switch controller or or whatever controller of that platform to make sure that the timing is right, to make sure that the button presses feel correct. Like, when you port that to a different platform, because you can't, but if you were to do that... Well, no, you can. This is a great example. Um, over the weekend, we had this huge, awesome thing happen to us. I pulled out the old N6... N64. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I cleaned everything, and it works. It works Which great. Which is nuts. That's I'm awesome. I'm so excited. But when I play those games on the original N64 with the original N64 controllers, to me it feels a thousand times better, and part of it is nostalgia, but yeah. a thousand times better than emulating it on a PC. And a big portion of that to me is the way the game feels with the controller, the timing of everything just feels tight and right and it just there's an experience between the player and the game that i think nintendo really tunes for with their games and the really good developers on on their platforms their chosen platforms will sit down and do the same thing and i think that when you look across any level of games there's something to be said about having to do that in order to be a successful game and mm. even I would say most of the um, developers, first party developers for things like PlayStation 4 or Sony in general, or even Xbox, really do the same thing. Uh, you mentioned Gears of War. Right. I, it took me a while to get used to it on the PC for Gears 4 because to me, Gears of War, yes, aiming was better with a keyboard and mouse, but roadie running. Game felt yeah. weird and like vaulting over obstacles felt weird like it is way more intuitive it, yeah, yeah it, it's way more intuitive and feels more natural and also tighter on the controller to me than it does with a keyboard so i don't know there's something and i would say to the last thing i'll say about this particular thing i'm trying to say is that that's the same case with the ipad the most success and the iPhone, the most success I've had with iOS gaming and the most love that I've had with iOS gaming are the iOS games that are first party built games, not first party, right. but like games where the developer cared enough to take to that. Yeah. Yeah. Take the platform into consideration and mm -hmm. actually use it to its advantage. That's, yeah. that's the game that I want to play on iOS. And Stardew is very, very close to that, almost 100%, because you yeah. know, it was built for something else. But he really tuned it to that platform. You know, games like Monument Valley, games like... Yeah. Um, uh, what's the... Inside. Yeah, Inside. Well, Inside was built for a different platform, but it, yeah. again, he tuned it so well that, to uh, iOS. You're, you're absolutely right. Or um, Alto's Adventure, or Alto's Odyssey, like... Those games were built with that platform in mind. And so to put it somewhere else just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Maybe not initially they were thought or they weren't going to be initially released as the the uh, launch yeah. platform. But the idea of, OK, how can I develop this game in so that in the future it can be utilized or ported into like another genre or sorry, another platform, whether that's mobile or however. And yeah, I, I think you you are right, too. It's uh it's all a matter of how much effort they're putting into wanting to make their product work on multiple platforms. And that effort reflects the amount of people, yeah, uh, the different people really latching onto those platforms rather than like, Oh no, I'm, uh, 
or they'll like buy it across other platforms and right yeah that's great if they do that that helps out the developer but in the end like they have like a specific platform they enjoy playing that game better or more they enjoy it better on uh so yeah i it's it's crazy to think that way and i grew up never buying two of the same game like i don't think i ever bought like one game uh i didn't i don't think i ever bought a game twice oh boy I, so this is within the last couple of years this is the first time I've actually done this. Oh, I've and, done it too many times, I would say, yeah. which is, and, it's, you know, for different reasons, but, um, yeah. it, it, to your, what you just said too, it can't just be you. I think when you have porting, it can't just be, you bring it to the platform. And I think that's where the success of Stardew is as well you the the developer or developers who are doing the porting of that game when they take it to the next platform they're caring about that platform it it plays completely differently on the iPad than it does the Switch than it does yeah. the PC and that's okay with that game that game isn't broken by the idea that different sets of controls can be it played change the way yeah, the game played it feels right because they changed they changed the mechanics, not the mechanics, the controls of the game to still fit the feel of the game yeah. without really jeopardizing how that game should play or feel. Yeah, take, or take away from it. Yeah, yeah, and so when you get the crappy ports of like, okay, cool, we brought it over to this and now you can play it. All right, yeah, all right, you can, <laughs> but it doesn't feel great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. There's something to that, and I, if you are a developer and you're listening to us, both very unlikely. Uh, hey, don't don't give yourself. We should give ourselves more credit. <laughs> you never know. Please take that into consideration when you bring a game to a platform. That that platform, you have the chance to think about your game in a different way and really take advantage. And I understand that this absolutely means more work and possibly more work than maybe it's even worth. That's part of the decision to bring it to that platform, I would say. Yeah. But when you bring it there, take into consideration how people play on that platform, what their ex- expectations are for how controls should work, and really, really try to use that to your advantage to make your f- game feel really tight and polished and just great. Because when you do, you have Stardew Valley selling on every platform like, like hotcakes. hotcakes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You've, you've got it. So uh, yeah. I say we end the the show with a reddit question okay i'm down with that just kind of leave round on, it out on a like, little bit yeah run it out a little bit yeah. um and i'm trying to decide which one to ask oh boy because i haven't one, read any of them so it's up to you okay um i think the easiest one for me is and it's not actually a reddit question it's a question i had thought about if the, is that okay sure um, something I would like to ask Reddit, but also ask you is what, if any gaming art do you have hanging in your house or would you like to hang in your house? Oh gosh. I mean, this could be a whole other podcast. No, 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 no. It has to be like, I don't want it to be because the other ones are going to be also <laughs> deep and I don't want to be, I thought this would actually be less deep. I didn't think you're going to have this art. No, I mean, it, it's the would want to have hanging. That's where okay. I have have a hmm uh, do you, you know, have like a any whole... sorry do you have anything right now hanging in your house let's let's just i'm ask like the... i'm like looking around <laughs> <laughs> oh i have this drawing from my child <laughs> that is a, i, I a, mean yeah i have the Triforce. children's drawings of course but <laughs> i don't know if i have any 
I don't think I have any actual video game art hanging at all, which is a tragedy. Um, though I had some. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna cheat and use a past tense. Okay, I I have a lot of, um, not a lot. That's a poor choice of words. I have some t-shirts <laughs> that I wear. Yeah, I have um a lot of figurines. Well, a lot is a, lo- a strong word, but some figurines. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of figurines packed away, or some. Um, we have <laughs> we have game themed board games. Yeah. Um, like Nintendo Monopoly. <laughs> nice. I didn't even know if they made that, but that oh yeah, that's good me. stuff too. It's fun. Um, but like not nothing hanging. I guess we almost bought nothing art. We almost bought a Super Mario. There were two f- um, doormats that we almost bought from Think Geek. There was oh, a Super on, Mario yes. doormat. And a uh, Legend of Zelda doormat with just the Triforce, and M was going to buy those and put them on on the front stoop. So, but we didn't. We they ended up being sold out. Um, so, and then we almost also bought a uh, an NES wreath for Christmas, but again, it was sold out. So you we keep missing me. the buck on those. But <laughs> so we, it's not like we don't want it. It's just like I never think to go look, and also. You know, when we're looking, it's usually on a specific site or somewhere, and it's usually not as available as you would hope. So I guess the answer to your question is I'd love to have more. What those things are, I mean, I'd love to have, oh gosh, all of my favorites. Just you've heard all my favorites over the course of this 22 episodes. 23. Uh, I would love to <laughs> have more. 23 episodes. That's okay. Um, I, I'm, I would love... If we can uh, pick up an awesome uh, ad or spot. <clears throat> wow, I cannot talk anymore. I'm losing my voice Don't now. die, Grandpa. Um, I pick up a sponsor, Display. Uh, they have... Okay, what? what? Display. What? Is, that a, is that a name? No, yeah, D-I-S. Display? Displate, like a okay. plate of food. Ah. Uh, and they have... Uh, and it's basically like metal plates with paint that are like have paintings on them or no like, they have art no that's them. too far nope i'm gonna nix this i'm nope you're not gonna buy decorative plates for video games you don't no. understand you have to i see do understand they... no <laughs> do you know what they look like i don't care there's you, a sephiroth one here. automatically be better as a poster on your wall than it would be a decorative plate that's but like so cool. 80 year old people buy uh, decorative plates to put on uh, their walls uh, uh, it's basically just a piece of metal with the the poster art on, like on it. Now I just buy the poster. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so besides the point that I would, you could just sponsor me, guys. Like, don't sponsor Josh because clearly he doesn't understand. That's right. The the beauty of it. But behind what I'm really getting at is that I actually created art back in seventh grade. Oh sure, haven't we all? Uh, but it was actually really cool because it was like a stained glass, mm-hmm. and we were asked to make stained glass. Uh, in, in art class or whatever, and I said, "Wouldn't it be cool to make one of Kingdom Hearts?" And it, what I did was I took the cover of Kingdom Hearts two, and I traced it all out and made stained glass out of it, and it was actually pretty awesome. Oh, that would be cool. It was, and I like hung it up in my room for a very short period of time, and then it broke because you know, uh, sure, the string I had the stained glass hanging on didn't last long, and it just crashed. But uh, something like that is pretty cool. I, I enjoy gaming art, uh, unfortunately, but probably for the betterment of my health and my 
my sanity. My wife said, not in her uh, my wildest dreams over her dead body will there be any sort of gaming art. Oh, that's not it. cool. Uh, no, I think. Um, no, it's not cool. Um, so no, it's not cool. <laughs> I I have three things to say to what oh. you just said. Yeah. One, I'm so wrong. I actually looked up displate, and they are not decorative plates. They are actual wall hanging plates that are yeah. actual posters. So yeah, that's I'm what a jerk. To get it. You're right. It's actually very, very, very cool. There's some really, really awesome. Um, I see the Halo one. I'm going to ignore that. There's a James <laughs> Bond one. There's, um, I mean, even even the stupid animal ones are awesome. So I am wrong, and these are amazing. And you were right. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to ignore cool. the super cool pinups as well. Just, just wait. Uh, up for the just keep scrolling, ones. scrolling. Uh, yep, looks great. Looks great. All right, and then number two is that I lied. And that is that um, I right now we have my mother-in-law painted because she's an amazing artist. She painted these little mini canvases for my son that are of Mario characters. So she painted Mario, Bowser. She also painted Donkey Kong. And what was the third one or fourth one? I forget. There's a four. Oh, um, Lakitu from uh, Mario, the cloud guy who throws down the spinies. Yeah, you know, yeah. or or more accurately, the guy who holds the uh, 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 stoplights in Mario Kart, of course, or picks you up if you fall off the course. So she painted those on small canvases for him, and those hang on our on his wall. And then he also has a poster of uh, Minecraft on his wall as well. So we do have nice. things hanging in the house. And then thirdly, the last thing is when I was growing up, I actually had um, the giant Mario Super Mario Brothers. Uh, stickers on my wall, like gigantic ones that were like the original Mario characters. Oh, in like fat heads. Yeah, but like they weren't fat heads at the time, and they also weren't 3M. So when you take them off, it ripped oh, off all Jesus. your wallpaper or whatever. <laughs> Jeez. But we, my parents, stuck them up there anyway because I loved Mario so much. They bought those, and those oh, were. Oh gosh. Mom. And actually, like- fourth, my mom for my son bought um, Super Mario level magnets to put on the refrigerator so people come over and like move the mario magnets and make levels on our refrigerator all the time so yeah we have stuff hanging (laughs) yeah i just for me like i uh, there's some games that i really enjoy and i'm stopping right here but (laughs) there's some games that uh, the art that comes out of it and just the scenery oh for sure be awesome to have i would love Uh, to have all kinds of things i could name i could just name them all night name them off as as i'm saying right now i have a zelda breath of the wild background on my my iMac and my iPad and my phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so clearly uh, there's some uh, desire there, but yeah, I'm losing my voice now <laughs> or at least starting to. So I'm going to have to, this could be fun. <laughs> tell you to leave. <laughs> I'm done talking to you. Now. Nah, well, fine. fine. But why do we, wait, hold on. Why do we, why are we so angry? Why I don't know. Every time you end it really angry and, and it hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. You know what, Josh, I enjoyed the times that we spend over the podcast, over the interwebs. As we're talking via this this wonderful Skype chat. Um, well, now I don't believe you. So, what? I'm serious. I mean, <laughs> we're like friends, right? That's why we talk to each other. That's what they say. All That's right. Well, this say. has been fun. Uh, yes, Josh. As always. See you later. I will. Uh, yeah, we'll talk later. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to do it, though. Keeps them coming back for the awkwardness. <laughs>